0: You're listening to Real Chicks Rock Presents Real Discussions, and I'm your host, Michelle Dawes-Burt. Fasten your seatbelts as it's sure to be an informative discussion and conversation. Keep in mind that we are not perfect, but we're empowered. Enjoy. So my guest today, yes, give it to me, Jack, give it to me. My, (laughs) My guest today were with me from the very first show, which was April 16th, 2016 right wow. right we were in a different location we sat, we talked at a bar a bar uh, top it was a,
1: yeah, <laughs> a yeah. bar oh, top.
0: Yeah, we yeah. had mics and we were sitting close and, and snugly mm-hmm. and the conversation then because i found it to be quite interesting it was about hip-hop mm-hmm. it mm-hmm. was the conversation hip-hop then versus now and so today's topic is hip-hop then versus now part two Part. <laughs> Part two, because it's the same people in seven years later. But well, let me give some introductions. My guest today is Cheryl Cox, D. Tate, and, De- and Darren Devine. Hello, family. family. How are we oh, all? Good. All right. Dee, right. I'm going to start with you. <laughs> Tell the people oh, just God. a little bit. Oh, no. Cool. <laughs> Tell the people where you're from and a little bit about your, your day job, just so people get a feel of who you are, what you do.
1: Okay, um, I'm D. Tate. My name, my government name, is Darlene Tate, mm-hmm. and my uh, ma- best Tate is my maiden name. Mm-hmm. Holiday is my formerly married name. Um, I from I'm from Illinois by way of Virginia, mm-hmm. and I moved to Atlanta about thirty years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, so um, I've been a communication director for the last ten years. Awesome. And before that, I've been in multiple roles, marketing, communications, all throughout the corporate sector. Mm-hmm. Um, so, communication is where I landed for the last 10 years.
0: Awesome. And then you have a love for music. Do you not, DJ Butter? Huh, huh, huh. <laughs> uh, Come on. Sorta. Kind of, sorta, kind of, sorta. Okay. All right. We'll take yeah. that.
1: All so, right. Yeah. I'm also in the process of building a DJ career. I've been doing that also a little over 10 years. Mm-hmm. I started off in vinyl probably be 30 years ago. Wow. Left it, moved back into it, into the digital space. Mm-hmm. Uh, probably, yeah, 2014. So that's coming up on 10 years. Awesome. And my first gig was from you, you uh, Real Chicks Rock.
0: That's right. <laughs> yeah. at urban grind the coffee yeah. shop yes oh. yes yeah. yes yeah. yes there, yes. So. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. D- yes d <laughs> yes d yeah. a supporter and a fan we appreciate you darren yeah. tell the people a little bit about yourself where are you from what do you do during the day
2: okay so my name is darren divine on Born and raised out in New York City, mm-hmm. Harlem, mm-hmm. South Jamaica. New York Queens. City, yes, sir. <laughs> um, moved to Atlanta in 1996. I came with the Olympics to hold that whole wave. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been connected to the entertainment industry well over 30 years. I was an artist, local artist out of New York City had had a, had a single out uh, back in the 90s. Then um, when I moved to Atlanta, I. Um, Took a different journey, started DJing. I uh did um Sunday nights at the world famous Apache Cafe, mm. the now defunct Apache Cafe. Mm-hmm. And uh mm-hmm. I've still been connected by doing local events here in Atlanta. I also worked for Sound and Stage Production, was uh sat on a couple of uh, uh, um production um uh uh-uh, production stages for like uh, various TV shows, mm-hmm. including BMF. Okay. So and like I said, just still, mm-hmm. connect, still doing, still doing events and festivals.
0: Awesome, awesome. Right. Cheryl Cox, tell Thanks the people.
3: Man. Hi, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Cheryl Cox, and I am by day. I'm a nurse. Mm-hmm. Um, I am currently a regional behavioral health manager for my company. Mm-hmm. Um, I cover Tennessee, Georgia, and Texas. So I've been traveling a lot lately yeah. here. Um, I am from East Orange, New Jersey. Always rep EO. Yeah. No matter where I go, yeah. East Orange is always my home. Mm-hmm. I've been in Atlanta now for 17 years. Awesome. Awesome. Seems longer. It, it seems longer, but 17 years. Okay.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: All right. Hip hop today. What is it? What's your viewpoint? I'm going to start with you, Darren. First of all, I don't even know who how many people are in that space of hip-hop, I think there's a whole nother conversation, hip-hop versus rap. That's a whole nother total thing. But give us your viewpoint on where you see that genre of music today.
2: Okay, this is like a, a two-fold answer. Okay, okay, So let me give the politically correct one we'll, first. We'll take it. Okay, so um, <laughs> it's a beautiful thing that uh, hip-hop has been around as long as it. As long as it's been, Mm -hmm. you know, there was it was a lot of resistance in the beginning. It was a lot of people trying to, uh, you know, um, you know, keep it from flourishing to where it is now. Um, But now that we're in the 50th year and all the celebrations that's been had and a lot of um, veteran artists are getting their due that they didn't necessarily get um, from before mm-hmm. so it's beautiful in that aspect right the hard critique answer okay is that we just wish that commercial mainstream would push would have more of a balance of uh what it was then as compared to now because it's like it's just one form of uh rap that's being created like it was already hypersexualized mm. and violent and everything like when it came out since it kind of like since it's inception. But now it's just kinda like I guess because we're older now mm. and we've all uh we're not we're not in that space that we was and now we're seeing that people are still trying to hold that space. It's a little overkill. It's a little mm. crazy.
0: Mm. Good point. Mm. Good point. I don't know if it was oversexualized then. Let me ask you, Cheryl, do you think it was? What's your viewpoint?
3: No, I don't think it was oversexualized. I think um I mean, the only people we had doing it at that time might have been Little Kim and Foxy Brown. Might have been, right.
2: Well, it started in that era. Right, right, right. right. But
3: they weren't nowhere near as sexual as these women aren't. Right. Now, I'm not knocking them because this is a whole different time. Yeah. These are a different group of people. Yeah. Um, These children are exposed to so many things yeah. that this is like normal for them. Yeah. But you have to realize back in the day when Kim came out, that was like shock for us mm-hmm. because we didn't have social media. Right. We didn't have all that exposure to all of that. You had to sneak in to watch B.A.T. at night mm-hmm. or something. <laughs> right. And nowadays it's just, it's at their hands. So this is normal, oh, sorry, this is normal for them, mm-hmm. but it doesn't make it um, acceptable to me. Like, mm-hmm. It's not something that I want to see um, women portraying themselves like that like we can have mc lights and we can have the latifas we can have the little kids mm-hmm. i mean mm-hmm. but she was she was sexual but you know it was not as i don't want to say raunchy as it is now but it is a little overkill right
0: yeah. now okay d your thoughts today rap music and then there's hip-hop does hip-hop really still exist today what are your thoughts d tell us
1: It seemed like hip-hop is done the reverse of house. Like hip-hop is now underground and rap is mainstream. Mm. And (laughs) so um, I I think there are a lot of good hip-hop artists still out there, but they're very underground. They get very little airplay. So to Darren's point, we just need a balance. I think all of it has always existed, but it was always a balance. So you had a choice of who you can listen to mm-hmm. right now. It's just a, a, a tunnel towards one direction. Right. So I think that's pretty much the the biggest part of hip hop, the, the perception of hip hop, mm-hmm. that the real hip hop doesn't exist and you have to go looking for it. Yeah. You don't have the DJs, uh, pushing it out to you like you used to.
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Do we feel, are we knocking them for their game? Are we older now? We are
2: older. Uh, hey, that's a blessing first of all.
0: <laughs> I wear my old, I, I, I wear I count the gatekeeper. <laughs> yeah, okay, okay.
2: Like, okay. listen, it's a blessing to be an old head. <laughs> yes. And what people don't realize is that y'all going to be old heads one day. right? These same young kids that's trying to, ah oh, man, you did it. Y'all going to be in the same position that we are and y'all going to be the ones that's raised in the next generation. So, y'all have to give them some type of guidance and understanding yeah. so it doesn't go as far left as it already is. You yeah, know what I mean? yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. But I like what D said. We are the gatekeepers. So, should we be mm-hmm. more in the space like a Diddy? Because I think he's, you know, he's an older guy, but he ain't letting it go. You know, I mean? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? He's gonna be not like Diddy. He's gonna be in it. But but I think he's trying to be some kind yeah. of a conduit yeah. to to but Bart- I think mm-hmm. he embraces it more the mm-hmm. change than mm-hmm. a lot of
3: the other old heads did Mm -hmm. and i think that's part of the problem they didn't embrace it they were like oh they're mumbling they're doing this they're doing that instead of taking them under their wings and grooming them right so they had Mm -hmm. no guidance Mm -hmm. so when you have no guidance this is what happens Mm -hmm. right so you can't knock them for how they're going about it the old heads came along too late now and case in point like the um the BET Awards When they um gave the award To Marley Mall This is in Atlanta Nobody really cried. Nobody knew Right I no, saw he They that. had no idea yeah. Who he was Word. Swiss
2: Beats had to actually right. Get people Hey y'all stand up Get his man the press. <laughs> right. he said He Everybody was, was like, the
3: founder Of Sampling Beats Right But right. that's the yeah. problem Right Marley mm-hmm. Mall should have. They should know Who Marley Mall is That he should have Been able to embrace This younger generation mm-hmm. Right mm-hmm. You can't run from it Because it's not Going to change Yeah They're going to continue to do what they do to make money right Mm -hmm. but as an old head they should know who marley maul is because he injected himself into what they were doing right and and the old heads did not do that
0: i think it started with the migos And and others that came after it that says, if I don't want to spit 15 or 16 bars, I don't have to. Right. And I don't have to pay homage to those that went before me. Y'all did what y'all did. We doing what we doing. And that's what it is. And so it's a different thing. It's a lot more money on the table. Mm -hmm. I think in all fairness, Marley Marl, he's a well-known producer. We know him and he's been doing some work. Um, and talking to Lady Alma had her on the show. She's doing work with Marley Marl. Mm-hmm. He reached out and wanted to do work with her, which I was like, wow, that's awesome. Mm-hmm. So he's got yeah. house in his veins. Right. Well, he's a house guy oh, yeah, yeah, as well yeah. as everything mm-hmm. else. But I think the older guys was trying to find their lane because when things were switching, even when in the nineties mm-hmm. and early two thousands, they weren't getting the love then. And so now it's twenty twenty three. Do they really expect to get the love now? I don't know.
2: I think uh, what happened was, you know, as the, you know, as, uh, as, as the Y and G- Z generations yes. came in, uh-huh. they lowered the standard See, cause uh-huh. back when, back in the golden era of hip hop, you was held to a standard. Mm-hmm. Y'all True. remember this. We're all G, yeah. we're True. all generation X here, right? Yeah, yeah. You remember being held to a standard by just saying you're a hip hop head. In Mm -hmm. other words, if you said you was a hip-hop head, the question would be like, who's your favorite MC? And you would have to name those MCs of that time, the KRS-1s. Uh, Big Daddy Kane, yeah. Nas, and all of that. Mm-hmm. Now it's rock like him, him. right now it's just like anybody. Oh, someone so is my I'm a hip hop head and someone so is my favorite and you're looking like huh? Ooh, what? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah.
0: yeah. I, <laughs> So like
2: this the bar has been lowered. It has. So far as like like you said, it's like people feel like they don't want to fill a hot sixteen because these they get with these um record labels. These record labels push, you know, their statuses through the roof to whereas you know they're going to get these sales and they're going to get these likes and uh streams or whatever just on the strength and people are building their fan base through that as Mm -hmm. opposed to their actual talent and lyricism Mm
3: -hmm. but that's their outlet Our outlet was mixtapes, right? Right. The first time I heard Dipset was because my son had a mixtape. And I was like, wow, let me listen to that. That was, it was dope. Mm -hmm. You had Cameron, that was young Kanye. Yeah, Jules Santana and and all of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's how I heard about Mm Dipset. They weren't commercial, but that's how you got it. You got it underground. Their outlet is media. They Mm -hmm. have the access to everything. And this is, they have access globally now because of streamings Mm -hmm. and TikToks and stuff like Mm -hmm. that. So that's their outlet. It's just, it's just a matter of how do you change, how do you go back to what hip-hop was. Yeah. Uh,
0: It's the outlet is digital. And even before we got digital, and I'm coming to you, D, in a second, before we even got there, we had reality TV, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. So a lot of people got on this thing called reality TV. And like it or not, I am going to tip my hat to Cardi B in the sense that she took that platform and said, I don't really want to be on this for long term, but I'm going to secure the bag. Right. whatever they give me and I'm going to take this money and get with people that can write for me or help me to write. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to do this. Yeah. Right. So she already had the, I hate to say it, or maybe it's really not I hate to say it. She already knew how to perform in front of people. Exactly. Right? right. Because of her being her being a dancer. Mm-hmm. So she's like, I'm going to take that and change my whole game around. And so now she's a machine mm-hmm. that people want to get with. Mm-hmm. Blah, 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 blah. Dee, I want to ask you, does the old, does the new generation, in your opinion, owe homage to like a Marley Marl or a KRS-One or they don't even know who Crash Crew is or Grandmaster Cass. I don't even want yeah, to yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> <They> <laughs> go that far. I'm going to stop it at Marley Marl. Some of them don't even know who Lauryn Hill is. Yeah. So yeah. what do you, what do you think? Steve? Yeah. Right. Uh, well, try so try uh, so point to that. I yeah. think it
1: is changing. I'm, Course, working a lot of social media, uh-huh. so I see uh, um, a influx of young kids that's like a '90s rap mm-hmm. or '90s nice. hip hop, nice, nice, and nice. you have reaction channels. Listen to the hip hop song, and whoa, 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 yeah! And they're getting excited about the wordplay, mm-hmm. you know, and all the nuances that uh, hip hop does. So mm-hmm. I think it it would change it a little bit, mm-hmm. but it's hard to say that we owe homage because that they owe homage because when we came out i remember us kind of some of us saying the same thing mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. about that was our parents music yeah, yeah. but it was also sprinkled with a little respect
0: mm-hmm. you yeah. know
1: and i think that's with them it's just like oh forget y'all y'all mm-hmm. done y'all washed up right. it was never like that you know i saw it's again it comes back to balance yeah. i think they're one way or <laughs> yeah, this way. Right. exactly. I, yeah. You
0: know, I got you, and I think what we did, the, yeah. I think what the artists did though, to pay homage to our parents, the sampling really took off, Sample. right? Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. then mm-hmm. now they're sampling mm-hmm. James Brown beats, right? Stuff that we listen to, Isley Brothers. Isley Brothers steely dad peg right yeah. the whole thing Johnny F- mitchell, right, right. joni mitchell stuff that we heard our parents listen to mm-hmm. they had enough right. creativity to say "Yo, that was a death beater you know and figured it out and now it's getting resampled mm-hmm. again right so in the sense that somebody like buster who i felt kept the conduit open, right? Mm-hmm. He did. Yeah. And then, you know, boy mm-hmm. Larae does the song, mm-hmm. and now, now he's on the remix, you know, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. And it's and it's and it's hot. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So he's it's, getting it.
2: It's kind of crazy where, you know what I'm saying, we like, you know, the, the rappers out there with sack with sampling Jackson 5. Mm-hmm. But now the rappers they're they're, they're just sampling Jay Z. They're not going to Jackson Five. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. They're right. Going that far. right, Or they're, they're, they're <laughs> <real> <laughs> like, it's, it's, they don't even realize make- I mean, but as that's, far as Mary J and
0: Mary got it from Roy. Right, right. 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 <laughs> all right,
2: all right. And, <laughs> and it's like, and that, but see, but that's where they're trying to really, uh, uh, uh uh black the education mm. and mm. history you mm. that that's not just hip hop that's that that is across a problem world. across the mm-hmm. board you mm-hmm. see you got a governor in Florida trying to take out uh black history in the whole state of mm-hmm. Florida like how do you do that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean like mm-hmm. with you know like that's like trying to say like oh yeah y'all were here but y'all didn't contribute to America. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> same, right. same let's thing.
0: like let's try to erase it. I want to piggyback off of D's point about the 90s because I do get out not as much as I used to. I'm slowing down, y'all. I'm slowing down. Don't look at me. I know you you can't see a D, but Cheryl's giving me the side eye. (laughs) (laughs) But I I don't go out to every single thing I don't. I'm a little bit more selective. Mm -hmm. But I do go to spaces that isn't always house, Clutch your Pearls, I know. And they Mm -hmm. do play the R&B, 90s. And it is kids that are younger than me, I'm Mm -hmm. old enough to be their mom, that are really Mm -hmm. knowing the words and liking it and enjoying it. So I ask Mm -hmm. you, panel, was 90s hip hop the best era? What say you, Cheryl? Was it good? Was it the best, the 90s? Yeah, I think so. (laughs) I think so.
3: Why so? What? What? because we have Nas mm. my favorite rapper of all time is AZ <laughs> I heard so that word AZ is underrated
0: underrated too underrated, yes but it is. I
3: love AZ yeah we had the talib qualities I'm a conscious rapper yeah person, so I hear you that's where all of that common came from. common mm-hmm. I, I wasn't a common fan like that so much but it definitely was Nas the AZ's poor righteous Teachers. Mm-hmm. you know brand newbie and those mm-hmm. that was my true you know, that conscious music Black
0: Star? Mm-hmm. Yeah.
3: mm-hmm. Talib Kwali. Yeah. I mean, come on. Prodigy. Prodigy. Yeah. So May 90s recognize. was probably some of the best rap. Right? And I think because by the time that came around, there was a perfection to it. Like they perfected it instead exactly. not just the hip hop, the hippie, right? Yeah, yeah. They, they came with something else. They, <laughs> they came, came with, the came sword, with right? you know KRS came with the bridges over. Mm. You know, everything else came differently. So there's a there's always a blueprint, right? Mm-hmm. It's always a blueprint. Yeah. So here's the 70s where you got Sugar Hill Gang mm-hmm. and Kumol—I cool mean, Not Kumol cool D, but um, Mully Mall and them. Yeah. And they coming along, right? So now you have this next group of people who perfect it. Mm-hmm. Can you say that the music now is perfected from what we were doing before? I can't say yes to that. I
0: can't say. I'm going to take the fifth well, on that, Darren. What say you?
2: Here's, well, here's <laughs> the thing. <laughs> here's the thing. In the, in the, um, okay, so I like to break it down to generations. Okay. So first generations... Were of course, uh, like you say, the Kumo and Funky Four Plus mm-hmm. Funky Four Plus one more mm-hmm. Sugar Hill Gang mm-hmm. uh, sequence.
0: Uh, Ring ding Right, ding ding right, right, right. <laughs> ding ding ding, ding Spoony G. Yes, yes. Uh, uh,
2: mm-hmm. What's my What's my man uh, with suit that had to join Super Sperm back yeah, in the day? Yeah, <laughs> wow. Now
0: you're talking dirty. Okay. Yeah.
2: Okay, but um, it, <laughs> but it, now the '90s coming along. That second generation. Nineties come along; it was still developing. We were still trying to, because, like I said, we we were held to standards. Now, um, being in the circle back in the days, all the top producers from back then—whether it was Molly Ma, whether it was Pete Rock, whether it was Mm -hmm. Large Professor, Mm -hmm. whether it was DJ Premier, whether it was the Beat Mm. Mm -hmm. Miners—yeah, there was like this thing. They had like a competition because, Mm -hmm. like, they would always release. a lot of the hip-hop albums during the summer, they had a competition of who would have the top album in the summer because the summertime, that's where everybody was out. They had their car systems. Mm -hmm. You heard it, you know, playing out people's windows and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. So there was a standard like, yo, I'm going to have the top album this year Mm -hmm. where that pressure is just not there in this day and time. You know, people just put it out and people just accept it for what it is. It's like, yeah, everybody. like uh, You hear rave reviews of every artist that comes out. Mm -hmm. Like you have- you have X amount of people that hate the Drake album. But then you have the yeah. circle of people that love the Drake. Yeah. And that's yeah. how but that's how it's been for every artist. Like yeah. I haven't heard that one album that everybody from eight to eighty just loves, like, yo, this is it. Mm-hmm. because that was the type of albums that we had to put out back then because that's where you know what i'm saying that was, yeah. that was the kind of pressure that was on
0: yeah I even we, putting out put i was gonna say hold that point points. right because it's not even albums or cds <laughs> or cassettes or anything like that well, it might the be format EPs of a, the format of the stream in, well like right.
2: today is the format of the stream but it's still a number of songs it's True. still a number True. of anything True. anything i believe after eight True. songs is, 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 is an album True. six is the ep eight, anything after that album
0: album we're gonna cut back i want to talk about the culture i want to give d an opportunity to weigh in 90s music 90s hip-hop you got 30 years you've been touching vinyl was 90s a good year for hip-hop in your opinion d absolutely <laughs> you left off the native the native tongues. Yes.
1: Yes. Oh, yes. Yes. you know just everybody that you've named and And we can add more Queen Latifah. Let's go on. Mm -hmm. And one thing I thought of in the nineties, we had hip hop movies. I think Crush Room came at the end of the Mm -hmm. eighties, but you started having more hip hop movies and rappers became more than just hip hop stars. They became actors. LL Queen Latifah. Yeah. Yeah, And I don't see that happening anymore either. Yeah. My fave Ice Cube. Yeah. Yeah, My fave
0: tribe called Quest. Of course. Uh, you know, definitely. And their and their music still carries on today. Mm-hmm. Um, Hip hop mm-hmm. has always been. Uh, and Cheryl said something that spun that hit me in my head. Um, culturally, like we, when it came in the 80s, there was a style and a fashion that went with it. And even from an artistic perspective, there was the graffiti movement. Yeah. And I think we took that in the 90s, and I think this would made the 90s even hotter. They took all of that creativity and became entrepreneurs, right? Yeah. So you have Fubu and mm-hmm. Fat Farm mm-hmm. and Car Kanai uh-huh. So now we look a certain way globally, right. everybody, uh-huh. everybody, and we, we rapping and we, writing and it's every like that ba- people making bags right today do we have no. that today actually, is it just a, well a, actually what, are we what artists,
3: what artists are doing now yeah they're not only easy i mean but the other ones are established that you instead of
2: making your own companies right yeah well the one thing that artists do is they have merchandising because a lot of them had to go to merchandising because they was getting totally screwed out of these 360 deals mm-hmm. where, you know, um, a lot of these labels, not only were they taking your um, your your publishing, right. they was getting into your concert sales or mm-hmm. some of them would even want a X amount of your merchandising. Mm-hmm. So the good thing about when we was getting into fashion back then, mm-hmm. that kind of triggered into artist having his own personal license. That's where Yeezy came in with his sneaker deal. That's where Jay-Z came in with their sneaker deal. Mm-hmm. And uh, mm-hmm. who was another one? Uh, Fa- uh, Pharrell. Pharrell had a sneaker that was mm-hmm. out because mm-hmm. he was pushing skateboard culture and yeah. all that. Yeah. Lil
0: Wayne was too. Lil yep. Wayne was too, yeah. Lil Wayne was <laughs> too. I don't
2: think he got his own sneaker, but No, but he's pushing <laughs> the
0: skateboard culture. Right, right,
2: and
0: right. And right. right. That they were stuff. Van, they yeah. wearing Vans and, yeah, and that type right, of stuff. Right. So, right, right, right. So I will say this, though. They, and they may or may not have learned it from the older heads. They are getting these lucrative deals or yes, they're controlling right. mm-hmm. their music, yeah. how their money comes to them, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know, versus mm-hmm. when we came up so many times they didn't even own the rights. They're still trying to get their, yes, their masters yes, now, yes. some of them.
3: Well, that's the difference. This mm-hmm. generation knows how to get the money. Mm-hmm. They definitely know how to right. get, mm-hmm. get the money because they become millionaires overnight. Like, how can I for get
2: on real? that drink? I, well, the inter- <laughs> the
3: inter- I can they- write a rap, but I don't know how much it's How to this podcast. The internet has um, a
2: lot to do, to do with, with that. It, yeah. Like, the, if we like we needed the internet back then. Yeah. No, we probably have our stars in the Walk of Fame. Yes. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> you know, you'll be Oprah status. Oh, thank
0: you. Thank you. Thank you <laughs> very yeah, much. But like,
2: yeah, like, like, that's the big difference now where the internet is you can just control, like, you don't have to go to a major label. Right. The major labels are still trying to have a strong home. Hold on the industry They're the ones that implemented this whole stream Thing Mm -hmm. where where Even the percentage of it the percentage of it is Like three fourths of a penny You can't even get a penny Per unit or you know what I'm saying Or per video that's watched Right so
0: yeah there's no money in that
2: But you could control your own destiny and have Your own particular fan base and just Work them and Mm -hmm. you can be good
3: I mean a lot of them come from TikTok Look at Sexy Ray look at Glorilla now I do have to admit I like Glorilla. Okay. I like Glorilla. Okay. But those people are coming from TikToks and internet and and um you you know YouTube fame and they're building from that mm-hmm. and then they're going into the market. They're not looking for agents no more. Mm-hmm. They're right. not looking for people to produce them anymore. They'll put up that camera, go on YouTube, do their song, and then the next thing you know, they're on BET Awards.
0: And what is it about Glorilla, gl- Glorilla that you like?
3: I don't know. I just like her flow. Okay. I just like her <laughs> flow. Um Okay. She's not as out there like a lot of them, mm. but she, I just like her. It's something about her Memphis flow. I just, mm. I just like her flow. Mm-hmm. Um, she's just, out of all of the ones that's out there, she's the one I like the most.
0: Okay. Now, this is what I do to stay connected because. Regular radio on the car is garbage.
2: <laughs> <laughs> it's,
0: it's too many commercials. I can't get the to the program music. of it. You're going to hear the it's same, the same stuff. You're going to hear
2: the same Drake song. It's yeah. played in the, I, play you in the 10, 20 minutes bad. I don't do it. So <laughs> I, I
0: spend a little, just a few dollars to have serious XM. Paid. Okay. I do. I like it. Mm-hmm. And it is there that I get to hear, to Dee's point, some of these underground artists. Right. Um, and just people i didn't know mm-hmm. and because i want to i want to be like i still want to know what's up like right. i don't want to i'm not in my box yet i'm not <laughs> laying in my box like this so i <laughs> i still love hip hop and i want to still respect the form mm-hmm. and the genre that is being presented and some are good some are. Mm-hmm. and i do feel though i feel like it's changing a little bit what well, say you panel in the sense that i feel that there is a little bit more pen to paper versus just willy-nilliness. Do you, D. let me ask you, do you feel like the the hip-hop artists today or rap artists today are sounding a little different, a little bit better or what do you think? Yeah, I think they're getting there. I
1: okay. think they're getting there because the old heads still got their foot on their neck. They're, <laughs> they're still <all> out <laughs> there making these social media rants about yeah, right. up with the foundation that they laid. So yeah. I think as long as they're still around, I mean, unfortunately, a few of them are dying out rather young, but we no. still got a, enough of them left yeah. to to raise the village. Yeah. yeah, so I think as long as it's, we're still around and it's a presence, we're going to kind of hold them to the standard.
0: Yeah, yeah. I want to I want to shout out um, LL Cool J. I think he's doing an excellent mm-hmm. job with the whole Rock the Bells <laughs> radio station. It used to be Backspin. Mm-hmm. And it you know, it was kinda on the same rotation of songs or whatever. He is actually giving people work. Yeah. Cause he's got D uh DJ Scratch on there. I heard DJ Epps last night. He got Remy Ma's dude on there, Papoose with a show. Yeah. Like, and then these DJs are not just sticking to the classic old school stuff. They'll sprinkle in some newer stuff. Right. Right. Two in the mix is just to kind of ed- educate the people.
2: I want to add something. If you have, if you seen his performance on the uh, BET Awards L? just recently mm-hmm. on Hip Hop BET Awards, mm-hmm. this is a man in his mid fifties, and he had the energy. Just like he put out his first album and it was like, and like, you know, wasn't no lip syncing. Everything was on, everything was (laughs) queued up on point. And uh, there was an actual tweet on Twitter or the X or however you want to say it, where they were like, yo, all the old rappers is rhyming straight up and all the new rappers is rhyming today yeah. to, to, to rhyming behind their vocals. So yeah. Yeah, I, saw,
3: I saw LL on the Tom Joyner cruise live. Mm. And mm. when I tell you he puts on the show, he yeah. puts on a show and I'm telling energy from the time he hit the stage to yeah. the lead. Yeah. He he's definitely oh, got it. Yeah. Right.
1: Yeah. And can I piggyback on that? That is infectious. And now you're seeing the old school artist uh show sell out. Mm -hmm. And the new artists are having problems filling up a stadium Ooh, so i think that's
2: interesting you have you, you had a few instances where some new rappers they had to have a shows canceled because they just cool. wasn't selling in those particular cities mm-hmm. but um uh, wow. like you say but those so but big, the, big daddy but, Kane, krs1 jay-z all of them
1: could continue to sell our shows
2: always actually, mm-hmm. actually actually uh worked an event where it was uh big daddy Kane, krs1 epmd and it was a nice sizable crowd mm-hmm. even uh they they even had a, this was at a at, uh at the at the uh Maple House Amphitheater, and one they one had, one. had the um, they had one for the for the, the downtown artists. They had a mm-hmm. uh, A Ball and MJG, Bun B. Mm-hmm. Um, even though he's uh West Coast man from the Dog Pound, um, quick. No, no, no. No, from the dog Pound. <laughs> uh, uh, uh corrupt. 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 Oh. Yes. One G? Correct. Corrupt.
1: Yes. Yeah, and that
2: that show was an awesome show. And that that the everybody, you know, that 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 like you said, that was representing the South. That was in Atlanta. So they was all Yeah. <laughs> into, and yeah.
3: And that's the difference. That's what I felt about the BT Wars. I felt like because it was filmed here in Atlanta, they should have did more of a southern type of mm. like Joe Fat Joe was keeping it in New York. That's different if you would have did that at um, up in New York, like, people would have went crazy for Marley Marl, right? They would have went mad, but you down here in the South, you gotta keep the Southern, like, you gotta know your audience. And when they started doing uh J.D., right. when J.D. came out, right, and he brought So So Deaf out, the audience was going crazy. Mm-hmm. But they weren't doing that for, you know, the New York Um, you know, for the New York rappers, so you have to definitely have draw your line and know your audience. No,
2: no, to Outcast, none. That's what,
3: and they got the number
2: one selling album
3: ever, hip hop album (laughs) ever. No, Alkylades to Outcast, but you know, we should have had big, big boy, should have you know, big, you had to have big boy up there, but you know, we kind of biased when it comes to rap, like, there's a there's the New York. Rap, right? Then you got the
2: Midwest. It's it's a bias. Well, like. not 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 just a bias. I, I mean, maybe so far as when they do a show, but we there's a lot snob- of Southern uh, rappers in are. the mixtape era. Mm-hmm. They were selling in New York like pra- Little Wayne and Gucci Man with yeah. Di was selling like crazy. Yeah, in New York. yeah but yeah. we
3: we snobbish and we know yeah, we that are.
2: we snobbish. That's northerners, yeah, yeah, yeah. We real particular
3: about our rap and we real snobbish. I, yeah It took a lot for people to start. And respecting this, the southern rappers like yeah. Outcast. Outcast, they they had to they definitely had to fight their way
2: to get some love up top. Yeah. so you right. can say
3: what you want and, to, but well, all I'm
2: saying it's true. They wasn't getting the play. Now, one thing New York the bias was they wasn't getting the play like they was, like back in because it was the whole Tupac thing, the whole so like it was a regional thing. A lot of these uh stations now they, they they're working more on the national level, so you're hearing all of these artists come out mm-hmm. and um that's you know but um like i said but I when um <laughs> <laughs> gotta, keep <cute. laughs> gotta keep cute on the keep cute on the mic but um mm-hmm. So when uh, but 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 a lot of those barriers were being broke as uh, uh, uh when when like say when the South finally was like the main all the artists was like the main ones on the radio. Mm. That's where you started getting more of a lot more love. Where they was going into New York and performing yeah. shows. Yeah, and yeah, It took some
3: time. It yeah, it took some time. It definitely took some time. No overnight deal.
2: Yeah, it took years. You were
3: listening to Outcast
2: on the low. Like yeah, yeah. And you you didn't want nobody to hear. You like, didn't want to I, I tell people to this day the only reason why Outcast Got disrespected at the Source Awards because they beat out Wu-Tang. Okay. You got to think in New York, Wu Tang should have been the only ones right, right. to win that award for right. best group. But someone who was so outcast, and they weren't. They weren't They weren't even yeah. getting played in New yeah. York like that. So people weren't, They weren't booing like Nah. They whack booing like Who are they? It's, a, it's, <laughs> it's almost like
0: it's it's a division in the culture. It's almost like yeah. light skin versus dark skin. It's right. kind of like you're in this space, and like it's who's better. We feel because those that don't know, I'm from the Bronx, <laughs> the,
2: the yeah. birthplace right, right, of the hip hop. Right.
0: So I feel, <laughs> I personally feel a way, and so when you feel, when you feel it slipping. One thing about the nineties, it was slipping away from the Northeast mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. of Outkast and then the whole, um, West Coast cash money down yeah. in those guys. And then Luke was doing his thing in Miami. Don't forget mm-hmm. about Bum B&M. Bum and m and then the West Coast. So it was like a whole. Emergence of different styles of hip hop, and people could write, and people mm-hmm. could spit, mm-hmm. and it was a different thing. And different dance crazes came with different exactly. types of, yes. styles right. of of of, of hip hop, so it was a different thing. So now New Yorkers people are like, "Ooh, people are, I ain't really got nothing up there. It's everywhere else, and so we feel away,
2: right? <laughs> I'm telling you, we feel away.
0: You know what I mean? Right. But that, that's that's evolution that yep. comes with it, right? But shout
2: out to all the ones that was still trying to hold it down, like the locks. Yeah. And yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, Joey Badass, yeah. Badass mm-hmm. and, you know, all on the ground. And, and Jada
0: Kiss, like J- people that are just like phenomenal. Right. Like they're that are still doing it. Yeah.
2: Kiss
3: is right. a beast on the mic. I know, Forget he's
0: absolutely. It. Versus helped Ab- research. I think right. Versus, the pandemic helped to resuscitate some yeah. careers. Yeah. Yes. Right? Because yeah. versus, yeah. versus, was, versus was. Versus, like. Awesome.
2: Versus was like the springboard. Yes.
0: Cause it helped. Cause yes. people that wasn't getting work was getting some work, Right. Mm-hmm. you know, cause right. it was right like, Swiss beat yeah. Creativity. For that creativity. Yeah, yeah. Cause it was like, and it was like, they were in our minds cause it was, it was like, we would want to see this person versus that person. Mm-hmm. So the matchup was pretty good. Mm-hmm. It was really good in that sense. So that's, that's a good thing. I want to ask do you, do you have any favorite artists today? And you can give me a old as well as a new. You told me Glowrilla is one. I like
2: Glowrilla. You have
0: an older you still like? Oh, Ooh. AZ. AZ. Okay. Darren, how about you?
2: Okay. So, um, now, so yeah, Darren far Darren, always female. gotta give us a story. Wait a minute. Yeah. he saying leave he back in the chair. <laughs> All right. What you got? No, no, so far as female artists, one is. doesn't, doesn't get, matter. That doesn't, the one that, uh, artist doesn't get a lot of credit on the mainstream level is Rhapsody. And Rhapsody mm-hmm. is one of those ones. I feel she's that she nice. get more exposure. She doesn't get all uh, freakish in her yeah. lyrics and all okay. of that. Right. So she she, she should get. Nice. So she should definitely get some more exposure. I like uh Kendrick. Kendrick's
3: holding down. I do. K- I do. I do. I like Kendrick. But those go back to the conscious rap. Right? They like do. You a conscious? Yeah. If you like conscious rap, growing up, you always gonna like conscious rap. I'm thinking outside of the box. I'm gonna go yeah. outside of my box yeah. of consciousness, and I'm gonna say go- Glow yeah, because I like her. Yeah. Um. But consciously, yeah, you have rhapsody. There's this chick out of New York too that's really nice. Um, she was on a she was on the BET Awards. She had a little. Sexual, but she not real bad. But well, I can't think of her name. It's gonna come to me. Okay, though. we'll come She's back. Nice.
0: Too. D, who do you have? Old and new. Uh,
1: old. It used to be Jay Z. So I would say Jay Z. Mm-hmm. Uh, prior to the uh the Black Album, the Black mm-hmm. Album, the Going Back, mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. and uh, Coast Contra, probably new. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, they're good. They're kind of uh, a Busta Rhymes type flow.
0: Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And Gee, uh, how do you listen to your music? Are you listening through Mix Mix Cloud mixtapes? You where? How do you find out who's who? How are you getting your music?
1: Uh, I don't listen to the radio, to be honest. Most of the, my music is ninety nine percent house. Got you right now.
0: Okay, I got <laughs> you.
1: Okay, yeah. yeah, because you know, if I when I turn on the radio, they're playing nineties hip hop like it's
2: today's, today's hip hop.
1: Yeah. yeah. So now you're kind of getting tired of like you did back in the
0: night.
1: Yeah. <laughs> 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 so just to prevent that, I just put in my CD tapes and, and I have a short commute. So I don't listen to the
0: radio that okay. much. OK. OK. Good, Good deal. Go favorite
2: of the favorite rapper, old and new. Nas, he was making music back then and he's still making music today. <laughs> <laughs> Hands which, down. Which,
3: which correlates to my A Z. Yeah, <laughs> you have Nas, you have AZ Yeah, and the firm and <laughs> the whole thing. Uh, please
0: address him. And I really
3: like most deaf, <laughs>
2: but I Me don't too. know yeah. what he is. He,
0: yeah. Yeah, I, yeah.
1: I yeah. like I to see I would
2: like day. I would like to see more exposure of most deaf. I like the I like the old Most Deaf. I don't know where
0: Yassine Bay his head.
2: Familiar with none of them, they did have they did release a current album, uh, with Talib with Talib. Yeah, they yeah. They released a current yeah, albums, a little controversy behind that. We won't get into that. Yeah. But <laughs> yeah, I haven't heard any of that new and, stuff. That current if, stuff.
0: And if you're going to address Nas, address him as Nasir Jones. Nasir Jones. <laughs> that bag is so heavy now, you oh, have the
2: right, to right, give right, 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 right. Yeah, he's, and he's, it's a, school props. he's catching up to Jay Z, he's going billionaire status. Uh, so
0: <laughs> I, I am not shy of my age. Darren made the point about getting older, you know, I'm proud of it. I am a a 56-year-old woman. I think I'm a baby boomer. I'm not an extra. I don't know. But needless to say, hip-hop has been around (laughs) for 50 years. Did we ever think it would make it this far, Cheryl? What say
3: you? You thought it was going to make it 50 years? I didn't think about it. Because it was just music to me. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. And there's an evolution mm-hmm. to music, right? hmm and, it, and, mm-hmm. and it's an evolution. I mean, hip hop, the actual, what was it? MCN, break dance, yeah. graffiti. Yeah. That doesn't exist anymore. No, no. That doesn't exist mm-hmm.
2: anymore. It's
3: not. It's prevalent. not in. Not in the like U.S. the Asian
0: population has taken the whole b-boy yeah. uh-huh. Adidas mm-hmm. fast Uh, uh, Mm -hmm. and break dancing to a whole nother they've just taken it over
3: so in that regard it doesn't exist anymore and i used to have um this one guy i used to go to school where he was a graffiti artist and he they would take he would go overseas and come back to school because he's teaching them how to spark up on the walls and they break dancing and stuff but um That portion of it is not here anymore. Mm -hmm. It's just to me it's like a, it's it's somebody said it the other day, it's rap pop. Wow. They said Mm -hmm. it's rap pop. It's
2: it's
3: it's it's rap pop. Ooh, Mm -hmm. that's so watered down. Because you think about who's buying rap music today. My son's not.
0: Yeah. And yeah. then who wants to, you yeah. don't have to buy because it it's streaming everywhere. Everywhere.
3: For free. TikTok dances. Yeah, Every, I mean, it's everything. Just, it's, 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 it's pop. It's more pop than it is hip
0: hop. And how about break dancing going to be in the Olympics? I'll pause that right there. That
2: was, yeah. I'm going to pause that right great. there. I, I, I want to ask. Is, when, when are they having that? The, the, I wanna I'm see be, that I'm gonna be I'm, I'm a full spectator. I wanna see they, that ha, too. That I wanna now. see that
0: too. And trying to raise money to support that. But um Crazy Legs is from Rocksteady Cruise been on Instagram uh-huh. trying to
2: do that. Right.
0: Did you ever think hip hop would make it this far, Darren? What do you say?
2: Yeah, you know, every every genre of music, whether it's rock and roll, whether it's R and B, whether it's jazz, it has its uh uh, uh It has its staying; Mm -hmm. it has a staying power, and uh, hip hop is just one of those that's crossed the threshold. You know what I'm saying? Um, It's here; it's still here for the moment. It's still the highest selling genre, Mm -hmm. you know, on the charts and all that. If you're Mm -hmm. into that, Um, just hopefully um, it can again it can preserve it can stay some type of balance to where it It can stay around for however long it's going to be. Right, but every yeah every genre has its <laughs> gotcha. At its peak.
0: Well, yeah, yeah. And, you know, to the f- fact that we said this earlier, I think Dee mentioned it. You know, when uh, hip hop came out, my mother was like, what is that garbage? Because mm-hmm. she grew up with the doo wops singing mm-hmm. on the corner. Doo wah, right. doo wah. <laughs> and then there was Motown. Mm-hmm. And they too might have thought that that was going to last forever. And it did not. And hip hop is Mm-mm. still here. Ain't nobody do whopping. Now they'll do <laughs> some, uh, acapella singing, you know, you know, which is cool. Mm-hmm. That's the closest you might get, mm-hmm. but nobody's do whopping. My, my grandmother listened to Andy Williams and Lawrence that nobody's, th- Lounge acts are in Vegas and barely that. Barely. And you got Michael Boubier who try to resurrect that old Frank Sinatra vibe and the rat packs.
2: It, hip- has this, it has its. It has its. Hip hop is yeah.
0: still here,
2: but,
0: and it, it it we call it hip hop. It's which rap.
2: Is right. It's rap. It's <laughs> rap, but it's
0: still here. It's still here. D- T- did you think that hip hop would make it this far, fifty years? What's your thoughts? Yeah, I pr- I think I probably did mm.
1: because I started seeing hip hop lyrics recited like poetry.
0: Ah.
1: You know once it kind of kinda got, got ingrained in commercials and all of that stuff, mm-hmm. I knew once it started tapping into the commercially, yeah, I knew it probably was gonna stay around, yeah.
0: And and would Sprite could Sprite like give Black communities some money already? Because they you know, had the commercials they back in the really day. <laughs> have taken the culture and hip hop and, and and put it in your face like Sprite is the drink for Black uh-huh. folks. Like that's what we that's <laughs> all we drink
1: it. You know I've been drinking soda, but yeah, a lot that- of these commercials use and black tea uh, beans. Yeah. With this, with yeah, that, that, yeah. All they def- that. they yeah.
2: definitely knocked seven up out the box if anybody remember that. I asked yeah, Moms un-cola. and Pops about Seven Up was that drink. Was that drink. <laughs> the then un-cola. all of a sudden Sprite was like, Woo, quick okay and drink it all up. Right,
0: Yeah, that was the Uncola. That,
1: that was that. I wanna but get Pepsi t- did the, something similar before our time they started uh, marketing directly to the black community. That's yes. So that's how they became mm-hmm. so prevalent. Yeah, The Michael Jackson community. video. Yeah, because we all started <laughs> right. No, even back then, back in yeah. the 50s, Oh way wow. before us. Way before us, yeah. Yes, that is way before us.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'm not there. Yeah. So hip hop is still here. Today's controversy like in anything else, we just can't, we just can't get along. There's always something that we're buzzing about. Yeah. And and there's conversation or buzz about our Latino brothers and sisters. I, I uh, Predominantly our Puerto Rican brothers and sisters, especially in the Northeast, in New York and all that, their level of contribution to the culture. Now I know I saw B-boys mm-hmm. and girls that were, Hispanic, yeah. my Puerto Rican sisters, we were going at it like in a circle. Cause I was a B boy, a B girl, a little bit there, you know, break dancing. I never spun on my head though. <laughs> never spun on my head with the linoleum on the floor, but I give you two and I'll pop on you and I'll do all that. But they were there. yeah. And so, yes, they were not to Darren's point that we said in the, the blue room shenanigans, um the founding architects, but they
3: were part of the culture.
0: The, Cheryl, am I bugging out or no? You no,
3: know, because they were the B-boys. They were the graffiti artists. Mm-hmm. They spark up, you know, they would be sparking. Yeah. Up and they would be b boys. Yeah. They rap. did they MC? I don't remember that portion, but when it came down to the whole crew, yeah. you know, if you did the whole hip hop, what it was, then you had the B-boys dancing, you had the rapper rapping, mm-hmm. and you had the graffiti artists sparking mm-hmm. up. And a lot of times they were Hispanic. Yeah. Um, you know doing the break dancing in the, in the graffiti
2: yeah. uh-huh there See, okay so um the controversy is is that um you have fat joe who made a statement saying that um the latino community brought hip hop that's heavy you know what i'm saying now and that's, that's heavy. and let's but let's but let's let, let's 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 stand corrected mm-hmm. the origin of hip hop goes back to the doop mhm because they were rapping mm-hmm. back then if you want to look at the break dancing, if you look at the thirties and the forties, mm-hmm. they was doing the, when they was doing the Charleston dances, and all that, that was similar to what the break dancing is. Mm-hmm. So, There should be no argument so far as, you know, foundation, Black Americans being the root, being the origin Mm -hmm. of it. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? But so far as one particular nationality just taking all of the credit of saying that we brought hip hop. Mm -hmm. I mean, it was a contribution. Yes, you had your Latino brothers and the Caribbean brothers that contributed to the uh, the genre. But let's be corrected where the origins came from. The origins came from us.
0: Mm -hmm. Okay.
1: Dean, where are your thoughts? Well, I'm from the Midwest, so you guys are the expert on that. From <laughs> <laughs> St. Louis. I you know. But I will say, I will say when I thought about B boys and uh graffiti and stuff, I did think about the Puerto Rican community as
2: well. Yeah. So I knew that they were included.
1: Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. It,
2: it's it's been so bad. Like you have uh like uh you have the brother Tariq Nasheed, he has a whole documentary on mm-hmm. it where he got uh, um Grandmaster Cass, he got the sister Shahra mm-hmm. saying that um, you know, just putting in their input, they're just saying mm-hmm. that no, it wasn't solely the Latinos or the Caribbeans that started hip hop. Right. <laughs> right. It's sort of like like I said, the um the uh, the controversies where they're just trying to exclude uh uh the foundational black Americans from, you know, Having the origin, you know, creating the origins of it, mm-hmm. but that's that that's 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 the only it's argument.
3: It's a melting pot. Everybody contributed to it in their own way and fashion. Like it was just more, you know, I guess the uh, Puerto Rican community saw it their way because they were break dancing and sparking. We saw it our way because we was rapping and DJing. So. Everybody contributed to it yeah. in that in that sense. Up in New York, it was like Bronx, Brooklyn, Queens, all of it. Everybody contributed to it, mm-hmm. so
0: everybody leaned in on it. I'm I'm gonna say this because I am from Bronx River. We already know, right? No, some people don't know. So I have to let No, I'm saying what you're about. you about. have, to let, let, you, have to let folks know. You seen you seen you
2: seen it from day one. I have
0: seen it from day one, and so <laughs> there there's a hole in my heart uh, a little bit because. In all this talk about hip hop, you, you can't change who contributed right. to it, right? Mm-hmm. And and so we may not like what certain people have done or where they are today, but you can't, you shouldn't at, etch out their name because they were instrumental right. mm-hmm. in the culture. And so where I'm going with it, because I was blessed to have Mr. Biggs from Soul Sonic Force on the show. Um, because we grew up on the same neighborhood. His brother was in my fourth grade class. <laughs> ah. And so I was honored to have the conversation with him and he was really passionate about um, you know, just their contribution to hip hop. And I'm talking about Africa Bambada mm-hmm. and Soul Sonic Force, right? Mm-hmm. But really primarily Africa Bambada. And Darren, you're absolutely correct. I saw hip hop in its early inception. I saw it when people were hungry, running extension chords. From their apartment, Bam used to run it from his apartment to the back of the center to spin records, mm-hmm. you know, and this is Beats and this is, uh, Jimmy Castro just begun. Like the stuff we hear on commercials today, to these point, I heard that raw mm-hmm. and, and we're kids and we're like, what is this? And it, and it was an energy and it wasn't an, a vibe and it was a whole thing. And so, yeah, I am. Bougie and biased because I feel like it was birthed in my space <laughs> yeah, well. and during my time. <laughs> right, and so, but but in all good things, there's evolution, right? There's room for everybody yeah. to enjoy this. We, it would be selfish of us to think it's just a New York City thing or just a Bronx thing. It's right. a everybody's
2: thing. Exactly. It's global.
0: It's it's a global movement, and just take honor in 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 the fact that. You remember where you were when you first heard that first joint that was like, oh, my God, what is this? And you remember and you fell in love. You remember the day that you fell in love with hip hop, basically. Right. And it stays with you forever. I ask you, panel, where do you see or where would you like to see hip hop go? I'ma, I'ma start with you, Darren. Where would you like to see hip hop go? Now that we, we talked about the then and the now, there's some artists today that have our attention. It's, it's not 100% trash. No, right. it's not the, what we're used to, but we're adapting, right? right? We're adjusting. You got some flow. They've spitting some lyrics. They securing the bag. You know, it's a different time. What would you like to see hip hop evolve to?
2: I mean, um, you know, where it is now where everybody's uh, benefiting from it, mm. it stems into uh other areas like you don't even necessarily have to be a rapper and more to uh uh benefit from hip hop. Like, you know, people are doing the podcast mm. people doing the podcast, they're doing these uh uh what they call like yoga they're incorporating it into like yoga, mm-hmm. uh um, yeah. um <laughs> uh, uh, uh uh church Christmas recitals is like it's never it's, hip hop's not going to go anywhere. No time soon. Okay. I mean, so far now, so far is um, the status of it being on the radio. It's, i look, it seems like it's taking the same way jazz was jazz was like the format. Uh-huh. And then it started, you know, and then all the genres just started. Then rock and roll just kind of came in right. and kind of like, uh, and kind of like had jazz more like in the background. Mm. So to, Today you still have the market. Jazz is not the lead, not one of the leading markets, unfortunately, mm-hmm. but it's still there. It's still there. Yeah, and it's and 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 uh, the generations, the newer generations are getting onto it and they're embracing it. Mm-hmm. So as long as that happens, as long as the generations, um, the new generations are embracing it, it'll be here. It'll be here. Okay. Life repeats itself,
3: right? Mm-hmm. Um, there was a time where, like he said, jazz wasn't a forefront. No one was listening to it. All of a sudden, there was an explosion of jazz. Like everybody had jazz lounges. There was <laughs> jazz after parties. Yeah. There were jazz clubs yeah. everywhere. Yeah. Now you don't see that anymore. Mm-hmm. Just like house music. Uh, I mean, uh, us are being househeads, so we listen to house music all the time. But mm-hmm. the explosion of house is coming back. Like house is in the forefront now, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. And I'm not going to say that it was Beyonce and Drake who brought it in the forefront. Mm. I'm going to say, you know, even back when Jennifer Hudson did that song with with uh, Terry Hunter, Terry, Terry Hunter. Hunter, yeah, like they, they sure started. Were- they mm-hmm. started bringing mm-hmm. it back into the forefront. Mm-hmm. Now you hear kids talking about house music. Now I have some mm-hmm. friends when I first moved here would never listen to house. I saw this chick at house in the park. I said, what you doing at house in the park? <laughs> I said, what you doing at house in the yeah. park? She was like, mind your business. I was yeah. like, "Okay," yeah. Because when I used to play, you couldn't stand it. So it's the same thing. So I think old school hip hop is going to come back because this newer generation of kids, mm-hmm. not the ones that are twenties and thirties. I'm talking about these mm-hmm. teenagers. They're listening yeah. to the nineties yeah. rap. Yeah. So it's mm-hmm. going to be a cycle. It's going to come back. Everything repeats itself. Okay. Life is just repeating over and over and over again. Yeah. And it's just it's going to come it, back.
0: Yeah. Dee, yeah. what do you think?
1: Yeah. Like my mom used to tell me when I came in, at showing her a new dance. She's like, "Girl, that ain't new. We used to do that." <laughs> <laughs> <high school>. <laughs> So yeah, I would like to Cheryl's point. I would like to kind of see it incorporate some of the old school, not necessarily sound, but the foundation. Bringing mm-hmm. back the DJ,
3: mm-hmm.
1: uh, being more musically mm-hmm. in their uh, productions and mm-hmm. stuff, playing to a live band.
3: Mm-hmm. I would like to
1: see some of that.
3: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think in a hip hop concert live is oh an amazing. Thing. Yeah, you yeah. yeah. Have a live band. In yeah, that. it, oh, yeah. That's awesome. awesome. Yeah, okay, yes. the whole new feeling. Yeah, that, it, like what rapper today? Like this new school. Right, which one of them can go and have uh the roots come play live for their music?
0: I don't know I, any of them that can. Uh, I think Kendrick Lamar. Badass
2: my umi said. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. yes he, he did. did.
2: That that was, I see clips yeah. of that. That was that awesome. Was, that was my oh my god, I couldn't. Was, I was, was like, oh. There are a, yeah. like, a pocket of them.
0: A pocket, it's a pocket of them.
3: The mainstream of them, like the the um, little babies and the babies and somebody else's baby. Yeah they couldn't
2: do oh, yeah. it yeah i took and and to credit and to credit my brother again Nas, he performed oh, yeah. with a whole orchestra yes yeah, so but well, we're, yeah, we're not talking <laughs> he did about his whole ammatic album yeah. to an orchestra We yeah. about
3: these 2000- 2023 rappers yeah we're right about which one of them ones? could like could, the, young, it, the 90s rappers all of them could
0: it could be done it's about the foundation uh you know you can't build a house on sand right right so you want to build oh. and you grow go ahead d And do you
1: think maybe them taking music out of school is impacting this whole Absolutely. Absolutely.
0: Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. but then it's being brought in at a higher level. So then you have people Uh like Little John Roberts. I had him on here on the show. Awesome drummer. Uh had toured with Janet Jackson for over a decade. Now he's a teacher at Berkeley. Mm -hmm. So then you have people Uh that are teaching at Berkeley uh, at Uh Cornell. Like there's DJs teaching Uh scratch Uh classes at Cornell University. So yeah, we're missing it in uh from K uh to 12 but then if you go to college you have an opportunity to understand it and hopefully the fundamentals are being taught where where it comes from you know and 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 people are asking the questions and it this platform can help the conversations can help the fact that we're still open to uh, receiving new people we can tell people when I was at your age right.
3: this is what it was so we have an opportunity to bridge the gap and it also comes from what do you play in your house yes like yes. in my house mm-hmm. I play a lot of old like me my, too. my kid <laughs> my son some of the times he's in the shower and I'm listening to what he's listening to yes. like so the boy is
2: really listening yes.
3: to me because yes. he's playing some stuff and he come I'm like yeah he was like, "I, you just don't <laughs> understand." I, I know a and, lot of stuff. And yes. listen,
2: I was just at Tuskegee Homecoming. Yes, all the college too. Let's not get it twisted. Let's not make it seem like. Uh, uh, this new generation is just that by listening to know music there was a lot of them that was jamming to some of that old school yeah. music the, D, the majority of the DJs out there yeah. they was playing old school they was yeah. playing '90s, and you seen some of your folks like hey, this is my grandma's tune right here <laughs> so has- they still jamming there's I mean, a guy who good does- music is good music period, period. Yeah. there's a
3: guy who does a TikTok and he'll and it's it's him acting like, him, like a young person and his father and he'll say dad you know the song and he'll play something with like the uh, Isley brothers in the background his father look at him, oh, yeah. and then he'll play what the original right, song. Right, right. Was. He be like, "They stole such yeah. and such music." He was like, no. <laughs> no. "I mean, it was just crazy." Like they played Joni Mitchell. Like he was playing the song that had Joni Mitchell on it, and the father came out and played the original know, the song. Yeah, he yeah. was like, "They keep stealing all our music." Like, no, you're
0: <laughs> all our music. Son. It's been out here. That's yeah. that's awesome. That's cute. So listen. Uh, seven years later, people, we had, this was, this was nice! I'm so proud of you. This was, <laughs> <laughs> thank you so much. And we this still was look good. good. And we still look good, and we're still <laughs> lovers of music, <laughs> lovers of all kind of music. Yeah, I think it's important what you play. My son listens, he he loves the OJs, he, mm-hmm. he hears them, he wow. hears them because that's what I was playing. He knows Michael Jackson, yeah, and he right. knows everybody. That's, and right. that's what's up. Yeah, yeah and so when right. he's doing his homework, he's listening in the nineties music, like he's listening. So yeah, it's important. and I think foundation is important. That's where, that's what I wanted to say in what you're trying to build. Make sure your foundation is solid. No, you don't really have to kiss anyone's behind, but understand what drove a person to do what they did and why you're passionate about it. Maybe that there's a connection in that because you don't want it to die with you. More, right. right you wanted to pass it on and so yeah. again we're just using different platforms and streams and mediums to help bridge the gap because we love the we love hip you know <laughs> we love the music <laughs> we do we do so Dee, where can people find you if you got some mixes or things you want to let the people know where they can find you if you got some stuff out there uh,
1: yeah you can find me mostly on pop Automatic. I have mixes there
0: for free download. Mm-hmm. Uh, give me a second, I'll, I'll give the address. I'm on Mix You uh-huh. can follow me on Instagram at DJButter A T L. Okay. Is that B-U-T-T-A? That's yes, right. B-U-T-T-A. That's All good. right,
2: you're welcome.
0: <laughs> Darren, how can the people find you and catch up with you and what you're doing?
2: The easiest way to uh follow me is on Link through Linktree and it has all uh, my social media platforms on it and i also encourage people to check out uh, moodslingers.com mood dot com, because uh that's a platform that showcases new music new music that's not mm-hmm. that's not played on the radio mm. and uh they're in the process of curating Maybe. a lot of events in atlanta showcasing new artists as well as established artists. So that's com, Linktree, the divine for your mind. All
0: right. Awesome. Cheryl, how can the people find you? Um, I'm at home. <laughs> <laughs> I am at home.
2: Just
3: we working. all got to go to Cheryl's house. Just <laughs> <Yeah.
2: laughs> come to, <laughs> really to the house. Funny. Cheryl's on I'll the whip move. I'll whip on something for you. Cheryl's on the
3: move. <laughs> just, I, mean, I mean, no social platform. Yes. I'm like you know, just working really hard. Okay. Good, good. Mm-hmm. This oh, was I am awesome. spending
1: November fifth on Rap Abernathy. You can find that on my Instagram.
0: Page.
3: Oh,
2: awesome. We
0: there? Congratulations. We there. We'll have to peek in on that. We'll see what's up. All right, this is my time. You people know what it is. Uh, this is Real Chicks Rock. I am everywhere. You can find me on Instagram. You can find me on. Uh, formerly known as Twitter. It's X, right? right. Check out the Facebook page. Uh, go to the website, realchicksrock.com. Cop you a t-shirt. I know it's a little chilly. Wear that t-shirt under your leather jacket. You'll be all right. <laughs> Get that merch. <laughs>
2: Get that merch.
0: <laughs> but yes, I want to thank my guest today. This was cute. And it was... I'm not going to cry. I'm not going to do that. But I, I appreciate these people because... They helped me when I had this vision and I didn't know what to talk about then. I was like, we talk about, We talk about hip hop. And we had a great show then. And we had a great show this today. Awesome. Yeah. So I want to thank my guests for coming today. Thanks so much for checking out the podcast today. Be sure to like it, leave your comments and share it with a friend. If you have a product or service you'd like to have promoted during the show, please contact us at info at realchicksrock.com and we'll send you the details. We're reaching the masses and we would love for you to join us on the ride. Until next time, take care and continue to rock on.